0: Good Friday to you, Mzansi. From me, Shadow Twala. you're listening to Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The show producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and Derek Fordyce is a technical producer for today. I call him the Good Doctor. Our contact details are 0892 10 Email otherwise at SAFM.co.za, tweets at otherwise SAFM. Or at Shadow Twala. Now on the show today we take a peek at the following uh, an exhibition of sculpture, photography, film and performance, it's called Play, and the, the Schnitt International Short Film Festival, we hear more about that, and then Cooking in the Photographer's House is a book uh, by Lynn Oberhosa, And we talked to her about it. And today is World Egg Day. How many eggs have you had so far today? We'll find out how good they are for you and how we celebrate World Egg Day. But before that, my lunch bite for today is advice from a tree. Stand tall and proud. Get out on a limb. Remember your roots. Drink plenty of water. Be content with your natural beauty. And enjoy the view.
1: Hi, sorry about that. No, no, we we couldn't hear you at all. So tell us about it. Um, Okay, well, a play is an exhibition. It's a mix between sculpture, performance, and film. um, And, of course, we've got Kristen Wobu who's installing his um, solo photography exhibition, Hmm. and he's from Nigeria. And basically what we wanted was to present a show to the viewer where that formality that is so often felt when viewing art. Um, is kind of overlooked. So mm-hmm. the, the exhibition really intended to be interactive, where the viewer plays a much um, larger role in understanding and investigating the artwork as opposed to merely just um, viewing it. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I think there's a formality around art itself where I think the artist or the response from the artist who responded to our brief. I'm really excited to go back to play because, you know, Picasso said that one must always find their inner child and that is the, the thing that an artist needs to do mm. and that's something we were really calling upon to really keep this sense of play and this excitement and the magic um, that you feel when making and viewing art to keep that alive
0: You've you've got what? How many artists are here who are exhibiting? Because I'm just curious as to how you handpicked them and brought them together
1: Sure, and just to give you a little bit of information around that, uh, what we do is and from the beginning, we are four curators. So Isabel Mance, um, she's the curator who kind of devised the title. She's also South African Sculpture. And then it's myself, Jane Crochet-Hall, mm. uh, Micah Baker and Beata Baker. What we decided is um, we wanted a merge between prominent South African artists mm. and then we also would like to create a platform um, for upcoming artists to exhibit. So mm. we devised the, the theme and the concept of the show and then it really came down to a lot of research, attending a lot of exhibitions, mm. looking at the kind of work that's happening on the the competition platforms where young and upcoming artists are emerging there and then, of course, um, looking at your, your general South African artist and a prominent South African artist whose work really of fits with the theme of play. So that's really the starting point. And then what we do is we contact the artist, we um, give a synopsis about the show, and it's really up to the artist to decide whether they would like to be a part of the show and whether they respond to the theme. Mm -hmm. And then we go from there.
0: Great it sounds amazing And I I like the fact that you you, you Actually did some research And and found the right kind of people You you were looking for So it opens on on the
1: 12th And until when? Until December? Yes until the 30th of December And we've actually got events. The official opening is on Sunday the 12th Mm -hmm. at the Naira Sculpture Park. It starts at 10 Mm o'clock and that is free um, entrance and free to anybody. Um, Tomorrow we've got another opening that's coupled with performance and film. That starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um you will buy tickets it's also open to anybody who would like to come along and mm. um, but the ticket price is 250 rand mm. that includes tea it includes um dinner and it includes access to all the performance all the films the um solo show as well as all the sculpture on show
0: listen i got that invitation and the dinner sounds yummy
1: um. yes it's delicious <laughs> it's dario who's actually doing the food He's also a fantastic South African chef. So it really becomes um, interdisciplinary and the whole experience should be about play. And that the whole experience is something that we wanted to curate.
0: Okay, so how do people get, um, they, they just come there and pay 250 or do they have to book first?
1: Um, you no, know, they book. Uh, we've got tickets available on web tickets. If mm. you just search for um, play at Nirox, you'll find the tickets there, 250 rand tickets. Alternatively, um, if you can't make it on Saturday, then Sunday is the day to come through. There won't be performance, um, and it will be far more informal um, but it's also going to be a fantastic um, day and of course at both events all the artists that are able to attend will be there to answer questions about the work and of course the four curators will also be there to do walkabouts and speak about the show
0: it sounds wonderful are you are you doing walkabouts all the time or <laughs> yes just um, for what one we day? decided
1: to do was set up a bit of an informal walkabout that will be available the whole time the show is on if anybody would like to come and and ask us questions, or just really to conversate about um, art, because I think that's the joy in understanding art. So we are there. It's not a formal time, um, but it's it's going to be a great a great show. And I really suggest anyone interested in performance really come tomorrow. You won't be disappointed. It's going to be fantastic.
0: Is there Jane? Is there a website where people can get more yes, information? Yes, um,
1: and the website is um, Cargo Collective. Forward slash play and exhibition, um, and there you can get information on the program of events, the map, the the artists um, that will be exhibiting, as well as um, further information on all of the performance artists and the curators as well.
0: So cargo collective forward slash play and exhibition. That's it. Play and exhibition without the D, hey? Yes. Play no, no, just N. An. and exhibition. No D. Yeah. Fantastic. All the best and well done. It
1: sounds great. Thank you very much. Enjoy. And thanks again for this opportunity.
0: It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, then. Take Bye. Care. Bye-bye. There you have it. If you are in Johannesburg, Cradle of Humankind, World Heritage Site, go there. This exhibition sounds exciting. Well, now I'm about to speak with Nana Lomingo, who's a Film Festival Coordinator for the Schnitt International Short Film Festival, which comes alive in Cape Town.
2: Otherwise, on S F M.
0: Nana Lomingo. Hello, welcome.
2: Hi, there. How are you, Nana? I'm good, great. How are you today?
0: I'm good, thank you. I always wonder how people get the name Nana, hey? <laughs> uh,
2: well, it's a Congolese name. It means mother. Oh, it means baby. Yes. In,
0: in, uh, in, yes. In, in, in South Africa, Nana means baby. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> there you have it. Welcome. Tell me more about the, the Schnitt, the Big Schnitt Festival. It opened on the 8th, which was two days ago. How, how,
2: how has the response been? It's been great. It's been great. Schnitt started off in Cape Town in 2010. Mm-hmm. And year by year, it's grown and we've had more support from the public around us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a festival that shows us a variety of films from all over the world. Uh, most of them go anywhere from five minutes to over thirty minutes. And yeah, we've had great response. And I, I,
0: when you say from all over the world, uh, what what is the theme when you find these films, or is is it just anyone who has a short film uh, can can bring it to the festival?
2: Yes, yeah, anyone who has a short film, whether it be um, your first time making a film or you've done it for years, you can just enter the into your film. And if it's chosen by judges, then it will be played all over um, the world. Have you seen all the films that have entered? Oh, no. I've seen only a few of them. But, oh, they're all amazing. (laughs) I mean, it's you know, (laughs) we've got everything from live action to animation. So be prepared for some awesome movies.
0: Well, I was hoping you could recommend some because how many films are there?
2: Oh, I couldn't really say but you're looking at over 71,000 entries that come in every wow,
0: year. Wow, wow. But, but the ones mm. that are at the festival now, um, yes. do, do you have an idea of, of what sort of films and, and how many there are?
2: Or you, you we have different genres mm. um, that you'll be able to watch mm. and I would say each movie is unique in its own way, so you mm. can't really slot the movie into different categories. Mm. It will all depend on news. There's, Different movies for each case, whether it be a romantic comedy to a dark drama, you'll be able to watch all of them.
0: Okay, so where
2: where are these films showing? They're showing at Vilavia and the Gardens. Um, they're showing at Pop Cinema, and as well as in Stellenbosch. Ah, okay. Wayne Yes, at um, Pop Cinema in Stellenbosch, and ah. um, you'll be able yes, uh, if you come in, it's forty rand per person. But you'll be able to pay, um, 180 rand for a weekend pass and watch all the movies. That's
0: very, very interesting. Now, can, can young people come? Is it for families? Or, um, are there, are there some that have an age restriction?
2: There, yeah, there are a few that have age rest- restrictions, especially the Keeping Schmidt. But yes, these movies are for young and old. You don't have to think of them as only for a certain group of, people okay so so the schnitz the big schnitz is on and it it finishes when it finishes this sunday so come one come all it's going to be amazing and be prepared to be blown away i'm,
0: I'm looking forward to being blown away can we where where do we find the program uh you can
2: go online at org, or you can come through at the labia to learn more about the
0: film festival oh okay so uh yeah. org and other information may be found at the lobby if somebody is in cape town yes fantastic thank you so much for your time and thank you for talking to us nana not a problem thank you thanks baby all right um, yeah I, I had to throw that in that's a schnitt film festival I, I, apparently apparently yeah apparently very nice films Oh, I heard, I heard, and you, the screenings, um, yeah, no, 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 you can find all that information on the website, but I, I was looking here, because I'm trying to find, some films are 15 minutes uh, short and the, like the security which is directed by mark middlewick and uh, and uh, it's a drama about a lonely security guard working the graveyard shift in a colossal johannesburg shopping mall who finds solace in a storefront mannequin can you imagine that it sounds it sounds absolutely wonderful uh to watch in 15 minutes i mean how creative can one get eh? security it's called and then there's one called the road warrior which is longer about 20 29 minutes uh, there's quite a few, in fact, that. Uh, but go to the lobby yeah, or go visit the website, schnit.org, schnit, and you'll find the program there. Coming back to talk about food, cooking in the photographer's house, and uh, we talk to Lynn Obohosa about it after this.
2: Otherwise, on SFM.
0: Now, Cooking in the Photographer's House is a book by Lynn and Obi Oberholzer. Um, You kind of get two for the price of one. Lynn, hello. I I guess that was the intention, was it not? Welcome to Otherwise.
3: Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me, Jenny. Uh,
0: Sorry, your name is Shadow? Shadow, yes. Shadow. Hi, welcome. Now, Tell tell me, as I said, you, you get two for the price of one, and I'm never sure whether this is for my kitchen or for my coffee table. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, well, I must say we're very pleased with the result as well. The pictures are
0: absolutely wonderful. I mean, I mean, the the pictures and not not only the food pictures, but just the the pictures of nature that he, you know he, he's got here, and of the sea and those kinds of things. And of course, it's a family book as well,
3: is it not? Yes, it is. Um, you know, Shadow, we live in Nature's Valley, which is sort of surrounded by the Tetsikama Forest. Mm. and um, what you see in the book is where we live.
2: Wow, wow.
0: Now, where did the love for cooking come from?
3: I would imagine that the love for cooking originated from my mother, Mm -hmm. who was in herself an extremely loving, passionate, emotional woman who loved cooking and passed that on to me. And and and
0: I mean, every mom cooks and and passes the the type of cooking to their children. But for you to perfect it so much that you actually then um, could even bring out this book. Did you did you take lessons
3: anywhere? Uh, um, d- I I. A very good friend of mine once paid for me to do the most wonderful cookery course in Italy, at ah. just outside Florence, in a monastery, but it, uh, my cooking happened actually before then and it started with Obi because when he would have his exhibitions in the early days, we could never afford to have a private caterer do the catering for the exhibitions and mm. so I started doing the catering for the exhibitions. Ah and then once um you know when after our first child was born um i didn't want to i trained as a teacher i am a teacher Mm. or uh, let me say i was a teacher once our first son was born i didn't want to go back into teaching i wanted to be at home with him Mm. and so i started a catering business in in grahamstown cooking from home that's oh, where it started. Wonderful. Now,
0: I see you, the, the whole family gets involved in the cooking. I mean, I, I see one of the pictures here when you, you're making the, the, the spinach uh, triangles. Oh, the
3: spinach pizza. yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see all of you are, are, are participating and that, that's that's what most homes should do, hey?
3: Well, I mean, our home, and I think many, many homes, center around the kitchen, Mm. and uh, our boys have left home now. Um, Jesse's diving on the Barrier Reef, and uh, Nick is in advertising in Abu Dhabi, but both of them love cooking. I mean, the oldest one has a little bar fridge and a chopping board and a knife right there in his office and um the younger one has perfected the art of cooking all sorts of fish from mackerel to scallops to whatever he can get his hands on oh wow wow
0: now i love the the mediterranean cauliflower salad that you that you've done because you know one never knows uh, the various ways of using anchovies i love them and sometimes find that I'm restricted to the way I, I use them and yeah. I, was, I was happy to find this recipe because it, it you know it's very easy yeah. and very fresh.
3: Yeah I, I love cooking vegetables and um, so you know one tries to always make them a little bit more interesting I even add some anchovies into my Italian tomato sauce for a pasta or a gnocchi. Ah. Uh, you know you don't actually You don't taste anchovy, but it just adds a richness and a slight saltiness um, to the tomato sauce
0: oh no that's uh, that's an interesting tip. Thank you so much yes. for that because I think I think it's, it's it's wonderful to to have various ways of using them as I say you know I've found I love them but never know what else to use them in and and you know what to mix them with eventually yes. but i I, yes. I see I see you use them quite a bit
3: um, well, I do I mean the olive the olive pesto sauce also has anchovies. the olive pesto sauce yeah, the olive pesto sauce. And I was in Italy with a very good Italian friend of mine. We were staying with her grandmother in a small village, and she once made a a pasta sauce, uh, sorry, not a pasta sauce, a sauce for vegetables. She lived in a very small village, and it was the season for the zucchinis, the baby marrows. So, of course, the whole village ate baby marrows (laughs) for the weeks that they were in season. And she made this wonderful sauce where she just took anchovies, and broke them up while she was frying them in olive oil and poured that onto the the steamed baby marrows.
0: Otherwise on SAFM in the photographer's house is a cookbook by Lynn and Obi Oberholsa. As I say, it's got wonderful pictures in it and lovely recipes and very fresh home cooked recipes. Uh, you were telling us about uh, your friend and, and the sauce, huh? Yes, that's right. The
3: And um, the end of- simple
0: anchovy sauce for for the baby marrow yes now i'll see also you've used anchovies in the frittata omelette yes the italian omelette so i'm 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 really excited and i sit on, on 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 i'm i'm very excited about the anchovies because as i say you've you've used them quite a bit and i love the fact that you've used them and the fish you've got lovely dishes here what stands out for you as one of your 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 signature dish if you like
3: um i think one important dish i think that everyone loves is the way that i cook the the polenta um you know polenta which is the yellow the yellow um maize and uh, a lot of polenta of course especially in the mountains in italy is served as a sort of porridge accompaniment to meat as we would do pop and boss yeah but um I don't really like that sort of sloppy sloppy porridge, so mm-hmm. I do a polenta which actually becomes a polenta pie where I add spinach and I add a maize kernels into the cooked polenta with grated cheese, and this. you you let it set a little bit so that you can slice it, and then you can serve that with a, a Italian tomato sauce or a sage butter, and it becomes a... Yeah, it becomes a special a
0: special thing. No, I'm hungry now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had my lunch yet. I'm hungry now. I'm
0: salivating as you talk to me. And I look, I'm look i looking at the picture as well. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I want to go and do this now. Well, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to try your polenta. Thank you so much for this book. I, I think it... It, you know, it has it, it. It comes from a good place. It comes from a good heart. I, you know, I can I can feel it. You know the way you uh, you've presented it, and, and and your family looks gorgeous in the pictures. And you know, I yes. I think it comes from a very special place. So thank you uh, for it. Thank
3: you, Shadow. Thank you very much.
0: And, and without, I'm salivating, and still. So I'm sure uh, that it's going to taste good when I do try to cook these recipes. It's, yes, it's, hopefully they they
3: are simple recipes which anyone can actually cook at home and and it's available at all all bookstores right it's it's available at all the exclusive bookstores at the wordsworth yes it should be and if anyone has a problem they must contact jacana jacana media
0: what's it retailing at do you know
3: at 280 rand
0: well worth it i think uh, Thank
3: exactly you. A, Leg of lamb costs more than that. Yes. <laughs> well worth it. Well done. And good luck
0: to. And say congratulations to Obi as well.
3: Oh, well, Shadow. Thank you very much for having us on the program. You take care now.
0: Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Wow. It's a great book. Cooking in the Photographer's House. And I know it's, it's homely. It just has a good feeling to it. So uh, if you are at at uh, a good bookstore, look out for it. It's by Lynn and Obi Oberholzer. As I say, not too sure whether it should live in the kitchen because, you know, it's also, it looks like a coffee table book as well with all the beautiful pictures in it, if you like pictures like that. But it is World Egg Day. Today is World Egg Day. And Madeleine Davilius is uh, talking to us. She's a registered dietitian and consults for the Egg Board. Madeleine, hello, welcome.
4: Good afternoon and thank you for having me on the program.
0: Thank you for joining us. Why World Egg Day? What are we supposed to do to celebrate it?
4: Well, the whole idea behind World Egg Day is to increase awareness of eggs and all the wonderful benefits that eggs can have for our health.
0: What are those benefits, Madeline? Because
4: my daughter doesn't eat eggs. Is she missing anything? Yes, she's missing out on a lot of benefits. I believe that an egg is a nutritional package. Uh, The most important um, quality of protein is of eggs is a high quality protein. It is the highest quality protein at the most affordable price. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It contains all the amino acids, the essential ones to help build new muscle and repair muscle. It contains eleven different minerals and vitamins essential for efficient functioning of all the cells in the human body. And so I can go on.
0: Oh no, I can hear that you you know your egg very well, and I'm happy to 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 hear all of that about the egg. But are we? What what do we uh, not know about eggs, and especially the way we keep them and the the colours? Because I see there's different colours, and I never know whether when it's darker if it's good or not. And how do we choose our eggs and how do we look after them and keep them? How long should they be in that refrigerator?
4: Well, uh, eggs have to be kept in the refrigerator to um, you know, for, and, and not on the shells. And when it comes to the color of the shell, there's no difference in nutritional value between white eggs and brown eggs. Okay. When we look at the egg yolk, it is uh, influenced by the seed of the hen so um, you might find that uh, bright yellow eggs may have more of of your uh, vitamins and minerals but all eggs are healthy and um, it is so important to realize that eggs are important throughout the lifespan from the pregnant mother to the developing baby through childhood and into old age. So please have your egg a day.
0: One egg a day, or two eggs a day.
4: <laughs> well, um, there are many uh, studies showing that you can have more than one egg a day, but at this stage, we recommend an egg per day for all healthy people.
0: An egg per day. Now, how long should they stay in that refrigerator? I mean, can you can you keep them for months? Can you keep them for?
4: That's not advisable. Um, the the shelf life. Well, in the refrigerator, obviously the the shelf the life of the egg is longer, but I would say within a month to six weeks, um, one should eat your eggs.
0: And okay, let's crack the egg now and go inside. Um, what what? Sometimes you find them spotted, with a bit of red or, or membrane. I'm not sure what it is, but sometimes you find, and I throw them away at that point. Should I be throwing them away or should no, I, I still no, use no,
4: them? No, no, no. Not a problem at all. You can still have your egg, even when it's spotted. Well, if you you sometimes see a small red spot inside the egg, but that is nothing to be, um, you know, not a problem at all. Whoa.
0: I, I thought, and, and, and then, okay, so the color of the egg doesn't matter, and the spotty egg doesn't matter. How else should we celebrate today, apart from just eating eggs and, and, and learning more about them? Um, is the egg board having a, a big egg party?
4: Well, uh, we obviously want everybody in South Africa to know how beneficial eggs are, and that it is the most affordable and versatile protein that you can get at the best price so um we thank you for this opportunity to tell everybody how good eggs are for them
0: because you know i i heard that um until recently it was unhealthy to eat more than a couple of eggs per week has that changed what's in you thinking now
4: um i, I beg your pardon i didn't hear you very well
0: uh, so it was unhealthy to eat more than a couple of eggs per week um yeah.
4: Um, yeah, um, it was uh, the, the old recommendation that you need to restrict your eggs to 3 to 4 a week mm-hmm. but numerous studies over the past 20 to 25 years have shown that cholesterol in eggs does not increase blood cholesterol or the risk for coronary heart disease Okay. and one big study showed that there was no difference in blood cholesterol between people who ate one egg a week versus those who ate one egg a day Mm, mm. so the recommendation is that healthy people can have an egg a day as part of a balanced diet that's low in saturated and trans fat and high in fiber with at least five fruits and vegetables per day so eggs will always be part of a healthy eating plan
0: now we, we spoke a bit about the color of the shell um, and I, I see in some countries I see they've they've got white white shells and we we see we don't get them that white anymore
4: mm. do you know why well I suppose it is connected to what uh, the, the feed of the hen but it does not affect the nutritional value of the egg at all
0: so the 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 the, the, the you're saying the color of the shell doesn't doesn't affect no. the egg itself no
4: no no. there's no difference what are chick what, what are they fed um, are they? Uh, what are they fed? Yeah. You mean uh, the chickens? Well, to, to give a white or a brown shell? Yes. Well, that you will have to ask the egg producers. I'm ah. sorry, I'm not a ah. technical person. I'm a dietitian. Oh, no,
0: okay, so, no, no, no. That that that's fine. I was just curious about you know mm-hmm. why we get the the kind of shell that that we do get. But then again, to check the size of the of, of the of the egg, because you know I. Mm-hmm there's sometimes small, extra large and large but it doesn't mean that the the
4: content is, is more does it? Yes, well the, obviously the bigger egg will have uh, a heavier content so the nutritional value of the jumbo sized egg Will be more than the smaller egg because um, of the size.
0: Yeah, because you don't get you. Even your jumbo size egg is not as big as they used to be as well, huh? Yeah, they've become yeah. smaller over the years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, they have standards to which they grade their eggs, and um, yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, are we frying our eggs? Are we? Are we? Are we? Eating them properly by frying them, or should we boil them to get most nutrition
4: value from it? You can prepare your eggs in many ways. They can be fried in a non-stick pan or with a little olive or canola or sunflower oil. But remember to do it at low to medium heat setting so that the protein structure of the egg is not damaged. Mm. Otherwise, you can scramble it, poach it. Boil it or even cook in the microwave in that little special microwave container for eggs. Obviously without the shell in the microwave oven for mm-hmm. 50 seconds.
0: Now, lastly, to check the freshness of the egg, um, it, if uh, apparently you can place them in a container of water. And if they float, that uh, then it's not fresh. Is that true? Oh, now I've just lost you, Madeleine. I've just lost you. Can't hear Madeline anymore. Anyway, it's World Egg Day. Celebrate it. Have an egg. It's good for you, whichever way you prefer it. Um, and, uh, yeah, remember to to introduce eggs to your... Anyone can eat eggs, actually, the, younger, the youngest to the eldest. So that's why we all need... Some Some eggs in our in our homes, when I come back, I want to tell you in fact no no i 'm going to tell you right now. Remember earlier in the week we spoke about um, the mercy ship that 's visiting the vNA waterfront. Well, tomorrow, today, and the whole weekend in fact from today, uh, they open for the public. They have open days for the public. Uh, if you 're curious about uh, this is the world 's largest civilian hospital which is docked at the VNA Waterfront and it's here for two weeks. It's docked at Key Six outside the Table Bay Hotel at the VNA Waterfront. So take family, go and see what this ship is about. And and maybe you'd like to volunteer. Maybe you'd like to yeah, volunteer and help because they do some amazing work. So the Mercy ship is at the VNA Waterfront. Now today is also the Sunflower Fund, Fund National Bandana Day, which is going to be celebrated on the twelfth, but We're asking you to go and support and buy a bandana um to to make you know to change somebody's life so uh, raise the funds raised go go through to national bandana day go towards paying for the tissue typing dna tests for new donors which cost the sunflower fund about 2000 rand per person so together we can save more lives and we cannot do this without you so go out and help on world bandana day which is national bandana day why am i talking world national bandana day which is on the 12th uh, um, and by a bandana if you want more information i'm sure you, you'll find it on the website sunflower fund and then if you are in durban uh, they are creative professional practice workshops and there's one and it's it's given by the durban art gallery as part of its mandate to add its weight to help educate empower and develop the visual arts community in kzn and they're hosting a series of free workshops for the creative industries in and around greater durban so um in what's today to yeah today's the 10th but on the 12th no, no on the 15th and 16th of october at Kwaklimba indoor sports center is where you can get uh more more um information on how how to how to access these workshops otherwise uh you may contact witty Nide on oh three one three one one two two seven four that's oh three one three one three one one two two seven four and lastly, today sees the launch of the station market in Newtown. Um, it, it's going to be on from today onwards, and it starts at 3 this afternoon. There'll be African crafts, closing stalls, etc., etc. It sounds amazing. It looks good. So it's corner car and bertha in Newtown. So
3: go out and look, look, look out for it. It's the station market in Johannesburg.